the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.02. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Our toll-free number is 800-560-WFIL. If you want to give a call in and say, hey, 800-560-9345. You're welcome to also email in to uh, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Uh, forecast the rest of the day. Breezy, hold on to your toupee or your uh, your bonnet or your hat, whatever you have going. That was something. I came out of the house this morning and there were branches on the ground, but... Uh, I kind of like it. Fall is here, getting cloudy, a couple of showers likely, low down to 47. Looking forward to building a fire before long. You know, September and October can be a big shift pretty quick. Tomorrow, cloudy, a shower too, and spots early, then just cloudy in the rest of the day. High of 60. Sunday looks nice, mix of clouds and sun, and a high of 62. Major League Baseball, uh, down to the final four. National League Championship Series tonight, Dodgers and Milwaukee, game one. Tomorrow, American League Championship Series, Houston and the Red Sox are going at it. And the Flyers play home tomorrow afternoon at 1. As far as what's going on today and this weekend, the movie Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer in uh, theaters today. WFIL, along with our sister station, News Talk 990 WNTP, actually had a free screening of this movie a few weeks ago at the Neshaminy 24, I think it, uh, in Ben Salem. Uh, Zoe Rachel, who plays Detective Stark in the movie, was at that screening, did a rather lengthy Q&A session afterwards, which is great, passed a microphone around the audience. He's going to join us on the show today for a few minutes. Uh, obviously a really difficult subject and storyline happened right in our own broadcast area in Philadelphia. Uh, also out today, the new record from t- uh, Toby Mack, you may or may not be familiar with. Toby's been around for a year, so a lot of folks know, but not everybody does. So I want to give you a little introduction to Toby Mac. The album itself is called The Elements. Uh, we're going to give a copy of that away as well by email. So email me at timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com to enter sometime between now and 5 o'clock when the program's over. So you have time, name, address, phone number to timmyd at WFIL.com, and hopefully your name will be drawn to win that new uh, Toby Mac record called The Elements. Uh, one other reminder, we have something called Share Your Story going on. Uh, on the air, we've been uh, asking folks to simply get out their smartphone or uh, mobile device, whatever, and record a, a little bit of their story. And not the kind where you say, well, it all began when I was born. It's uh, really supposed to be more like you know, half a minute, just a little snippet, something about WFIL that you appreciate, perhaps that has been a blessing to you in some way or another. It could be a specific program that you really say, I'd love that pastor or that show that really helps me with it in this way. It might just be the overall meaning that the Having Christian Radio uh, is for you. Whatever it is, you simply record that. That's step number one. Then you go to WFIL.com and upload it. The instructions are there. It's not that complicated uh, to do. 
And as a thank you for doing that, we're going to enter you in a contest or, or you have the opportunity uh, to win something pretty cool. It's a couple of uh, Apple items, the uh, uh, Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. That's just as a little thank you for taking time to share your story. Uh, go to WFIL.com, enter the keyword story for uh, you know all the details and how that works. So just a re- recap of what I just shared with you. Uh, speaking of radio... Next week, we are zeroing in on working with Trans World Radio to help bring the gospel to 10 countries in Central Asia. It's a rather amazing project going on called the Silk Road Project, where they're renovating and upgrading a powerful 200,000-watt transmitter that's going to allow Trans World Radio to reach uh, 10 countries, including northwestern part of China, southern part of Russia, and places where it's just kind of hard to get the gospel in. And, and uh, so we're very excited about that and actually have kind of a fun way of going about this, which we'll share with you more on Monday. So those are kind of the things that are going on. We're going to take a brief break and then want to come back and um, share a little bit about that new Toby Mac record, again, called The Elements. We'll play a couple of clips from it and a little bit of Toby in his own words, what the album's all about. That's coming up. And don't forget, email D at WFIL.com to enter to win that CD with WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in today. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. kind of bopping your head around a little bit You're tapping your hand on the dashboard you're allowed the song's called everything it's from toby mac's new cd called the elements out today we're giving away a copy of that via email so shoot me uh, your name address and phone number to timmy d t-i-m-m-y-d at wfil.com and we'll put you in the hat and hopefully draw your name out to win at the end of the hour uh Toby Mack has been around for many, many years. He's a seven-time Grammy winner. He's sold millions of albums, uh, both within the group DC Talk and as a solo artist. Uh, Record label owner, on top of that, Goatee Records for many years, which has been home to artists like the Katinas, which have played at Calvary Chapel many times in the area, and Reliant K, Sonic Flood, and uh, a lot of other bands. But uh, he would probably tell you the most important thing he is uh, would be a devoted husband and father, and uh, also just a child of God. Um, so I want to just give you, I, I don't like to assume anybody knows, every, you know, I like to give context and, and not assume that people know everything. So there's some folks who are well aware who Toby Mac is, but there are many who may be like, oh, I've heard of him. What was that? Oh, yeah. So this is a little segment we have. It's just designed to let you know, A, that there is a brand new record out, which is a big deal. And I'll tell you why in a second. But also just to give you a little insight into the character and the, and the man, Toby. I've known Toby for 20, 25 years, and um, he's, a, he's a very godly man, very intentional, very focused, and uh, takes God seriously, and, uh, but not himself seriously. There's a big difference there. Toby, I was just doing the math, putting my Penn State math education degree to good use. He's very methodical, and he does not just crank out albums and, and be on the golf course by 1 o'clock. He's a big golfer. But uh, he likes to really, I don't want to say agonize over things, but he works it till he really feels it's ready. And to that end, 
in his solo album days, he basically puts out an album every three years, which would be about a thousand days, I'm thinking. And uh, the first one came out in 2001 called Momentum. Then he had one called Welcome to Diverse City in 2004, one called Portable Sounds 2007. Then he had one uh, called Tonight in 2010, got one out slightly sooner, 2012, had a record called Eye on It. Then This Is Not a Test in 2015, and now the newest one uh, called The Elements. So over the years, some of the songs you might have heard, some of the biggest ones, Love Is In The House, uh, Made To Love. He did J Train, which is a great song with Kirk Franklin. He had a song called The Slam that ESPN used with basketball coverage promos. Uh, City On Our Knees. He had a song called Steal My Show, which is just a great worship song. Um, And another song called Me Without You, which is very danceable, but also, again, a very vertical song. And uh, and even more recently, there's a song called Feel It. We played a little bit of that on the program recently with Brian Cha- uh, Byron Chambers, Mr. Talkbox, uh, last week or two weeks ago. So anyway, anyway Toby uh, has all these records out. And I thought in his own words, we could hear he cut a little promo just to describe uh, a minute or so what this new record is about. Again, it's called The Elements. Let's hear what Toby had to say about, you know, why did he call it The Elements and, and what's the album about? As I looked at the songs that make up this project, I realized that most of these songs come down to one thing, and that is trying to fight the elements. That's why I called the record The Elements. It's like everything that we're up against every day, all that this crazy world is throwing at us, and we're trying to maintain a sense of what's important. We're trying to maintain this faith walk in the middle of this bananas world. Sometimes it beats us down, but I'm trying to inspire people to stay the course, to remember what matters to them before the elements come barreling at them. And we need to do that for ourselves, for our faith, for our families. We have to fight the elements. It's Toby Mac and why he named the album called The Elements. I want to tell you a couple of quick stories about Toby. By the way, he's supposed to be in the area in a few weeks, so we're hoping to have him on the program in conjunction with that. Uh, if you happen to get his new record, The Elements, or really any of the albums he's done, know that you're getting somebody whose songs and life are birthed out of time in God's Word and in prayer. Uh, he, backstage at concerts, for example, very common for him to make sure he and the entire band and other artists who may be touring with him, that they come together for a time of reading God's word and praying uh, before they go out on stage. So they're in the right mindset. They're not just about all the energy and and doing a great show because that's important. They want to do that, but they really want to make sure the attention's vertical. It's on the Lord and not drawing attention to themselves and people going home just saying, Oh, he's so great. They, they, Toby really wants God worshiped. And so as you listen to the lyrics of his songs, you could tell they're birthed out of that and also keeping it real as is a common phrase. Uh, he's lived a, a very full life doing many different things. And so he understands the struggle. In fact, you know, it's funny, he's just a couple of years older than I am. And whether this is just the way God set it up or, or I, I, would, I would think that's really how it is. Every his his albums are mirroring what I'm going through. When I had no children, then one, then God blessed us with a second and a third, and then we had a fourth. And there's other things along the way, uh, difficulties in life, losing my job or 
or our daughter Tori, who's our fourth child, you know, a lot of challenges, disabled. And, um, and you can see as you get older, sometimes it's harder. You know, the things you thought you could keep under control, they start to, as he said on his uh, record before this one, there's a song called Beyond Me. And he's just saying things are beyond you. Sometimes you think you can keep it all together. And then as you get older, some stuff happens you, you actually can't control. Maybe I've had in, my, in the last several years, I've had several people uh, I've been close to all of a sudden not close to me anymore and, and feeling like how is that even possible? Like somebody I've known for years. Uh, there are other situations, and you probably have your own situations. You're like, how did I even get in this place? This isn't even possible. So you'll see that kind of stuff in Toby's music. And it does not surprise me that this newest record he put out, The Elements, that he, as he explained there a minute ago, um, have to do with the reality of the edge in life and not just the pace of it, but all the stuff that comes at you. How do you keep your head above water and not feel like you're going to drown? Uh, and, and we, of course, we know in our minds the Lord will help us if we look to him, and he'll even help us when we're not. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll swoop in still. But uh, I want to uh, recommend this record to you because I know the person behind it. And uh, so that's one thing about Toby. The other thing about Toby that you may, um, I, I just, I know that I like a lot, and um, it means a lot to me, is he's not a respecter of persons like it says in the book of James in chapter two, where you're not supposed to show special attention to people who have money or fancy clothes and then tell other people who have nothing to offer you, you know, you sit over there uh, on the floor, Uh, but rather that God has made each of us in his image. So we all have value. And they have this thing in Nashville. Uh, I've traveled there many times in music city and met a lot of people there, but they have this thing. I, I don't know if it's officially what it's called the Nashville shake or something. It's where you're actually shaking somebody's hand but you're looking over their shoulder to see if someone theoretically more important is coming down the road. Like, oh, I'm, I'm done with you because that person over there has something uh, I need or uh, someone I can network with. And, uh, okay, see you later. Bye. So Toby is not that way at all. He's the opposite um, and looks you in the eye. Uh, specifically, uh, there was uh, – actually, I, I want to play one of the clip from the album – and then I'm going to tell you one other little story that kind of emphasizes the fact that he's not a respecter of persons. Again, Toby's new record comes out today, Toby Mac, called The Elements. If you want to email your name, address, and phone number to Timmy D at WFIL.com, I'll put you in the running to win a copy at the end of the hour. Um, one of the songs on this album is called I Just Need You. And it kind of speaks to what I was also just sharing there about uh, the, the things that come at come at you in life and needing just needing God's help to get through sometimes, but not in a hopeless way, you know, in a hopeful way. So uh, let's go ahead and cue that up. We've got Joe, our, our fine producer here, and we're going to play the little clip. It's just called I Just Need You from Toby Mac's new record. Put the heavy on me Woke up and I'm feeling lonely This world got a way of showing me Some days it'll lift you up Some days it'll call you bluff Man, most of my days I ain't got enough And all I know Is you're my only hope Yeah, this is from The Elements Toby Mac Uh-huh. 
Sheldon manages to merge the worlds of seriousness and strain and stress with hope. And you can still dance to it. (laughs) I Just Need You. That's from Toby's brand new CD that's out today called The Elements. Email your name, address, and phone number to timmyd at wfil.com and hopefully you'll wind up winning a copy at the end of the hour. But in the meantime, it's uh, in this age of downloads, you can have it anyway and uh, enjoy it relatively inexpensively. Uh, but I'm going to tell you one other quick story about Toby, then we'll have a brief break and come back at you with more. Um, Toby, uh, I was at a DC, this is when he was with DC Talk before he did solo work. Um, I was there trying to get liners um, uh, for the radio station. And it does. it's not the thing, it doesn't take that much time to do it, but it's kind of cool where you say, hey, this is Toby Mac and you listen to it. So morning show or whatever. So I had gone there, but it takes a while, to, you know, because there's a lot going on. So you have to spend a couple of hours. Uh, you have a backstage pass and can hang out there, kind of. But you got to be out of the way. They got their work to do, and there's a lot of people running around. So you're looking just for your one little window to get 30 seconds with Toby, and, and you plan your calendar around it. And you drive to the, the arena or wherever, and you park and walk all the way in with your stuff. Make sure you got batteries and your equipment and everything, just to give a little something to help personalize stuff for your radio station. So this is this is almost 20 years ago. When, uh, I think it was the, 1999, and he was at the, uh, whatever it's called, the, the Camden, the arena in Camden at the time. And there were uh, Third Day, I believe, and Jennifer Knapper on that tour. That's, I'm dating myself. This is a long time ago. Anyway, I'm backstage. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And I'm ready. And I have stuff written out for Toby to say. And the stage manager who actually I'd love to have on the program as a side note, cause he's run like festivals and he's an amazing guy, but he's like a Sergeant. Like he, he doesn't have time for, Oh, let me just take five or 10 minutes to do something different. That's not on the plan. He's got people set changes he's got to do and lots of stuff. So uh, he came over to me and he's kind of like, you know, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, it's Toby. He's like, Toby doesn't have time. Or he's, he's like, it's not possible. And uh, Toby was in the vicinity and he very, very kindly came over and just said, uh, come here. Yeah, he he brought me over to the side and he did it. And I say this because he did, and he wasn't rude. It wasn't thrown. At, I'm the I'll do whatever I want. He was just very intentional because he knew what I was doing and why I was there. And I say this because what he was doing really was putting himself in my shoes and thinking through what this guy must be like. And it's only going to take me a short time. Let me make it happen. He's the kind of guy, if you've ever met him, and I'm sure there's some of you listening who have been to a DC Talk or a Toby Mac concert, know he does try to look you in the eye and say, what's your name? And, and you know, at least give you the time of day and not look past your kind of wave at you or figure it's not possible because there's too many fans. He takes his time with people. And I, I knew that about him before that experience, and I've seen it happen since that experience. But I just share that with you, again, uh, as this new album, The Elements, is out that you know that this is a kind of person who has a has a very you know has, has a personal walk with the Lord he knows the Lord he wants and he knows that he wants to encourage you to do the same thing and so there's an intentionality behind for someone who's on a stage in front of thousands of people he has a gift for taking time individually and 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 realizing that each person's made in the image of God and i think that's really important that you, that you and I view people the same way, not just because not because Toby does it, but because I think that's how God would have us do it. That each person matters, whether you know them well, whether you don't. Uh, to the best of you, you have to prioritize, yes, but to still 
realize each person's made in God's image and it's worth uh, stepping into their shoes and um, and doing what you can to to build that bridge, especially if they don't know the Lord. You want to be able to do that and help them know him. So uh, that's a little segment there on Toby. I wanted to make sure because the album's out today that people were aware of it, again, called The Elements. We're going to take a brief break. And one other reminder, if you want to enter to win a copy of that CD, email me and we'll draw a winner at the end of the hour. Again, my email is timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Just name, address, and phone number. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. It's AM 560, WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. I love this song, this version of it. 428, Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. This is Mark Martell, former lead singer of the band Down Here, and also the lead singer for... Queen Extravaganza Tour. We had Mark on the program a couple of weeks ago. He has an EP out where he does cover songs, and this is one of them. Huge 80s song, Aha's Take On Me. Big band style. This song just lends itself to that style. Yeah. Anyhow. Hey, it's uh, 428. Going down to 47 tonight. Breezy, getting cloudy. A couple showers likely. Tomorrow starting off with clouds and rain. Then just cloudy the rest of the day, high 60, and then a mix of clouds and sun for Sunday, high 62. Baseball playoffs get underway again tonight, the final four, if you will. National League Championship Series, Dodgers at the Brewers, game one tonight. Tomorrow night, American League Championship Series gets going. Houston Astros and uh, Boston Red Sox going at it. Also, the Flyers are home tomorrow afternoon at 1. The movie Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer in uh, theaters today. Of course, a very difficult subject and storyline happened right here in our broadcast area in Philadelphia. A little later on, Zoe Rachel, who plays Detective Stark in the movie, uh, who was uh, actually at a screening we did for that a few weeks ago for our listeners, uh, did a rather lengthy Q&A session, too, at that. It was great. We're going to have him on, not lengthy, because we don't have a lot of time for – it's a big day, uh, opening day. But he will join us on the show for a few minutes. Uh, That's coming up in a little bit. But I wanted to piggyback off um, uh, the, what we were just talking about there with Toby, Toby Mac's new CD, which comes out today as well, called The Elements. Um, life can be very busy, right? Easy to run yourself ragged, run out of steam. Um, I don't know about you, but my, my brain gets full sometimes. It can be hard to know where to start sometimes with all the responsibilities. I remember thinking uh, sometimes my dad when I was a kid would like call me by the wrong name or pause. I'm like, how can you not know me? There's only five of us here, but (laughs) I I haven't asked him about this, but I'm guessing there's something to, when you get older, you know, you have more responsibilities and sometimes you're just like, what was your name again? Oh yeah. So in any case, I want to suggest to you and remind you and myself uh, in the midst of all that, the importance of taking time, to read God's Word. Uh, Pastor Joe of Calvary Chapel of Philly, which you can hear that you know that program every weekday morning straight from the heart around 7.30, he talks about taking time, and I use that phrase on purpose, not finding time to read God's Word, because finding time would kind of imply it was lost, and then if you found it, you would have more, or somehow altering the time-space continuum, or 
uh, you're not making time either, as Pastor Joe talks about, since that also implies you're creating something extra. You had 24 hours, now you made some extra time, and okay. What you're really doing when you read God's Word or anything is you're taking time. It's a decision to allot part of your day to whatever you're doing. Uh, And I don't think that's splitting hairs. Words do matter. And if you think about it, using the phrase taking time makes total sense because you're choosing that uh, to read God's Word as an option among many. Uh, Romans chapter 12 talks about this in verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So reading God's word brings clarity, brings wisdom, helps us navigate and be led by God each day. Just like Psalm 119, 105 says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So to that end, one hope I have for this program, we're just barely a month old, has been wonderful so far. I've enjoyed it a lot and uh, had some callers and some contests, a lot of guests. Uh, But one thing I hope that we do and have been doing, hope to continue to do, is have a regular dose of God's Word. You really just can't go wrong by reading it. Just the actual words of God, reading those. That's never a bad investment. Much of the time... God's word that you'll hear on this program is uh, part of the conversation with the guests or with listeners. Um, and, and as a parenthesis, one good way I invite you, if you have a life verse, kind of a condensed way, pick a verse or two that you'd like to share, you're welcome to do that, whether you call in or email in, uh, because I think it's great to hear God's word coming from different people's perspectives. Not not so much getting into all the theology behind it, well, this, but just really God's word can stand on its own. You read it and maybe share a thought about it. That's all good. So if you ever want to do that, 800-560-WFIL is our number, 800-560-9345. Kind of a life verse is the, is the uh, touch point on that. Or you can email and send a sentence or two beyond that if you like to timmyd at wfil.com. So that's an ongoing open invitation as long as not interviewing somebody. Uh, but that said, I would actually like to read something a little longer that I read uh, yesterday, and I just thought it was beautiful. Uh, it was Psalm 104, and uh, just listen in if you would, and uh, at the end I just have a thought to share with you. Uh, Psalm 104, Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beams of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. He set forth the earth on its foundations. It can never be moved. You covered it with the watery depths as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. But at your rebuke, the waters fled. At the sound of your thunder, they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains. They went down into the valleys, to the place you assigned for them. You set a boundary they cannot cross. Never again will they cover the earth. He makes springs pour water into the ravines. It flows between the mountains. They give water to all the beasts of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. The birds of the sky nest by the waters. They sing among the branches. He waters the mountains from his upper chambers. The land is satisfied by the fruit of his work. 
He makes grass grow for the cattle and plants for people to cultivate, bringing forth food from the earth, wine that gladdens human hearts, oil to make their faces shine, and bread that sustains their hearts. The trees of the Lord are well watered, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted. There the birds make their nests, the stork has its home in the junipers. The high mountains belong to the wild goats, the crags are a refuge for the hyrax. He made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to go down. You bring darkness, it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work, to their labor until evening. How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. There the ships go to and fro, and Leviathan, which you form to frolic there. All creatures look to you to give them to their food, their food at the proper time. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. It's Psalm 104. I read that. What a beautiful view, overlooking the world, really. You see God's power and the scope of that power. Skies, the seas, dry land, the animals, humans. And it says the people go out to their work, to their labor until evening. What a great verse. You have Psalm 104, 23. You're coming down to the end of the workday for a lot of folks right about now. Did you know that verse is in the Bible? Psalm 104, 23. God knows you go out to work and then you're coming home and you're probably feeling a little tired and you've had a full day. God identifies with his entire creation. He's not far off. He's not out of touch. He's definitely not impersonal. Quite the opposite. Ultimately, you know that. There are other passages in Scripture that testify to that. Philippians chapter 2 is a great passage about that. Specifically in verse 6, it says, Who, in being very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross." Those are verses 6 through 8 in Philippians chapter 2. So be encouraged. Uh, read that if you get a chance, Psalm 104. It's really an unbelievable picture, very all-encompassing, and extremely personal and deeply detailed is, I guess, the way I put that. God gets, I think, a bad rap 
a lot of the time in a lot of different ways. And one of them is he doesn't care. He's not paying attention. He doesn't know what's going on. You can run down a long list of things that just aren't true. You read Psalm 104, maybe write down a fun exercise or devotional could be, write down some characteristics of God based on Psalm 104. What do you come up with? I bet you come up with some pretty amazing stuff. And that's just one chapter in one book in the Bible, which just underscores the point of saying at the beginning of our little segment here. And I need this reminder as well, because when I woke up this morning, my head was exploding with stuff to do. I really almost couldn't stop, and I, but I did. And uh, anyway, I want to encourage you with that. Encourage myself. We need to do that daily. Stuff crowds in and pushes out God's word. It's easy to be too busy for God. He still loves us, but we do ourselves a favor by pausing and taking time with him. It's 440. We're going to take a brief break. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL. Coming up in just a couple of moments, Zoe Rachel, who plays Detective Stark in the movie Gosnell, which is out today. He'll join us in just a couple minutes here on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 443 AM 560 WFIL. It's Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in. The movie Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer, is in theaters today. And uh, we have Zoe Rachel, who plays Detective Stark in the movie, joining us. Can you uh, hear me all right? I can. Good. Good to talk to you. You too, man. What's cracking? Well, we're chatting with Zoe Rachel, former host of Zoe Nation, current host of the Zoe Loft, and uh, Detective Stark in the movie Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. Obviously a very weighty matter, weighty movie. (laughs) And uh, maybe we could share with the audience a little bit, Zoe. First off, just before we get into the movie, what are you doing these days? We're, we're different touch points people may know you from prior to going to the movie. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, well, as you mentioned, I was with TV doing donations. Right. And uh, now I do the Zoloft, my continuing series of social political commentary. Also, I'm, I'm the uh, drummer of 20 Pound Sledge. I'm working on my second, our, our second album right now. So I'm juggling you know, things here and there as I'm working on this movie. Okay. And now the movie has been around. It's been in the works for quite a while. Of course, it happened right here. Unbelievable story right here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you came to hear of the Gosnell story in the first place. Did it gradually come to your attention or, or you, you were kind of so plugged in you found out a lot right off the bat? And then how the movie, <laughs> as far as the, well, I know you are. So I'm curious, though, because sometimes there are people still who's like, Gos who? Who's that? So, Well, um, like I said, I was doing my commentaries with PJTV, uh, the Zoe Nation. And uh, the story uh, came to my attention about 2013. I'm a musician. I'm a, I'm a drummer. But with my commentaries, I have an on-camera personality. And long story short, when they started filming this, I think around 2015, Nick, who was a friend of mine, he's familiar with my videos. And he figured, well, he may not be an actor, but I'm pretty sure he can pull this off. I mean, he does perform. He's able to convey his thoughts in front of a camera and keep my attention. You know, so yeah, right. He could try to say that he's an actor all he he's not an actor all he wants. He's going to be an actor today. Called me up and says, "Hey man, I know that you're already you have an interest in the subject matter. I think you can pull this off." But I'm like, "Hey Nick, I'm on tour with my band right now. You know, with, with 20 pound sledge." And he's like, "Yeah, cancel your dates. Come and do this movie." <laughs> like, okay, but I was happy to do it though because a lot of my commentary is about taking these ideas into the culture. There needs to, there needs to be a counter-narrative. I mean, the entertainment industry is just totally infected 
with with liberal ideology and ideas that are just apart from our Constitution and apart from God. There isn't really uh, much of a counter to that. There's a little bit, but there's not a lot of supply of it, and there's not a lot of demand. You just can't keep saying that you need it. you got to put it into action. It takes dollar votes to be able to do that. It takes, you know, tweeting about it and Facebooking and all that sort of stuff. It takes more of, you know, lighting the candle, not just cursing the darkness, you know? That's a good way of putting it. Zoe Rachel on with us uh, in the movie Gosnell. You mentioned Nick a little at the beginning, he, the director of the film, just so people are understanding. Uh, the director of the movie is the one who, who came after you and got you to jump in. Nick Cersei from uh, Justified. He's also, uh, he plays Counselor Cohan uh, in the movie also. He's a director and he's an actor in it. Yeah. Zoe Rachel's our guest here. Just taking a few minutes, former host of Zoe Nation and current host of the Zoe Loft, Detective Stark in the movie Gosnell. The the actual film itself, what did you feel like when you during the process of, of filming it and, and you look back on it, you saw the, the screening of it at the theater. As you're watching on the screen, what's going through your mind? Um, to flip the light switch on. That's what it's about. You know, uh, hopefully folks will see it. And we'll make a dent in this mindset that this kind of procedure is okay. It's not okay. Yeah. The the movie illustrates how how far this goes because, like, say for instance, you've got Gosnell on one end who had a a garbage pit of a facility, right? right? And then you also have the testimony of a person who runs a pristine facility. But even when you hear both of them, whether it's Gosnell or whether it's the doctor who ran the the, the most nice beautiful abortion facility, it doesn't matter. You, you listen to them, and you realize they're both monsters. Yeah. And, uh, you, and you can't help it. because and we, and we didn't play it up to where it's like we're trying to make the one who ran the nice facility all uh, – we, we didn't try to make her out to be a monster or anything like that. We let her tell it as a classy doctor about what happens in these facilities. Yeah. I don't want to give away too much. Right, right, right. Um, but the bottom line is, is that baby is going to get slaughtered. Yeah. It's such a hard topic, and and I know at the theater a couple people, are, uh, well, one in as we passed the mic around, and someone afterwards talked to me as well, and just said, you know, the the book is that much more graphic and and difficult. This was has been you know made so it's PG thirteen basically. I guess the thought was you don't have to go over the top because otherwise you maybe it's, the rating goes to R or it gets harder for people right. to see it. Is that ba- basically the the idea? Not that you're trying to uh, hide anything, but it's like well. We only need to go so far to get the point across. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Zoe, how can people pray for you these days? Can maybe wrap up on that note? Oh, very, very much appreciated. Um, my objective is uh, basically to rock the gospel, you know, evangelize the gospel in, in whatever means I can do it, uh, whether it be with my band, whether it be with making movies, uh, teleplays, doing things to be able to capture people's attention, to be able to con- uh, long enough to convey the truth. That's what I feel like the Lord has given me the tools to do and um, to be able to do them and uh, keep on doing them, be fruitful with it, to get a harvest for His glory is uh, is what it's about. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for taking time. I know you got a busy day, and uh, it's great, great to chat with you for a few minutes. Hopefully we get to do it again sometime, right. and God bless you. You too, man. Thank you. Thanks, Zoe. Bye. Bye-bye. So Rachel plays Detective Stark in the movie Gosnell. He was actually at the... Um, the preview screening that we had a few weeks ago in the Shamity 24 in Ben Salem area and did some Q&A that evening as well. Opens today in theaters. Zoe joining us on the Tim DeMoss show. We're going to take a brief break. A quick reminder before we do, and we have one more segment to go. We are handing out a Toby Mac's new CD called The Elements. And if you want to get in the running for that, email me as soon as you can. 
next five, ten minutes, eight minutes, whatever. Timmy D at WFIL.com. T-I-M-M-Y-D at WFIL.com. Name, address, phone number for your chance to win the brand new Tobin Mac CD, The Elements, which comes out today. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. It's AM 560 WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on The Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. I know that music. That means I'm supposed to say something. Like, hey, welcome back. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, 453 on this fine broadcast, down to uh, 47 tonight. Wow. So this is where you got to get your sweaters out, maybe send them to the dry cleaner if they've kind of been in, in the closet for a little too long. But I like, this is my favorite time of year. I always like having like a hot cup of coffee or tea and Oh, you pull a sweatshirt or whatever it is, pair of jeans and uh, watch kids, my kids play soccer or just go out and uh, enjoy outdoors. I do find myself behind a computer screen more often than I'd like, but this is a, a nice time of year. And of course, it's beautiful as the leaves turn and fall um, on a completely unrelated note to anything else on the topic of leaves. I don't know uh, about you, but this is just and I and I really don't want this to be a pet peeve thing, but I am going to say one thing. I don't know where you each, you know, each person listening lives and what the rules are, but this is one thing that does, I get a little bit about, um, at least where I live, you're supposed to put, when you do your leaves, when that time comes, you're supposed to rake them to your curb, but not in the street. They're supposed to be on the grass. I don't know if people think that's going to kill their grass. It's the kind of thing though, where so many people put them in the street. That I guess people, it's like, it uh, doesn't matter. Everyone else is doing it. But I think for me, the reason I don't like it is, A, it, it narrows the roads when you're driving. It, you know, it makes it a little harder. Sometimes a two-lane road becomes kind of a one-and-a-half-lane road. And then the other thing is it's a little bit unnecessary because, um, you know, the road gets, you'll see, like, leaf stains. If they're there long enough that there's a rain, people run through them, then they get smushed down on the road. And then, you know, probably can probably contribute to the road needing to get repaired or repaved sooner than it otherwise would, which is money coming out of you know your tax dollars. Why why do that? So I actually wrote our, our local representative about it and he said, Yeah, I know it's tough because people it's it's such a widespread thing and you don't want to go around, you know, knocking on doors and telling people warning people or fining people. But it's just something I'm I'm throwing out there, uh theoretically speaking, well, technically speaking, you are supposed to put them on your grass and uh and then, you know, and keep track of when it's your time. I'll also have people who put them out. This is the other thing. They don't go and find out when, when it's leaf collection in their neighborhood. To just shove them out whenever they feel like it. They could be in the street for three weeks before they get actually picked up. That's another thing. Just to be kind of considerate to your neighbor. Just something to think about. Joe, am I, do you understand what I'm saying? No, you have no idea. All right. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that. Uh, so <laughs> anyhow. Um, but. On a more important note, next week, we are looking forward to partnering with Trans World Radio, and you may have heard a, a few blurbs on the air about it already. They uh, have been doing work for 60, 70 years. The actual my president and CEO of the whole organization is going to be on with us. It's just really cool. And they are working um, in over 200 languages, bringing the gospel through radio and other means to the world, really. And... I, I When I heard about this, I thought this would be really cool for our, our audience because, obviously, if you're listening to the radio, radio means something to you. What if you didn't have radio? 
to listen to. Well, maybe you'd find other ways around, but it's nice to have it, right? And uh, in some cases, it's much more than just nice. So Transworld Radio, the area that we're going to jump on board with them has to do with it's, – it's something called the Silk Project, and um, it involves helping renovate and, um, and, and make usable a 200,000-watt transmitter that will allow the gospel to go into Afghanistan, China, India, Pakistan, uh, Russia – and a number of the stands that I can't pronounce, or I could try, like Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. I guess I'm doing okay. Mongolia, uh, not a stand, but another one. T- uh, parts of those countries, uh, 60 million people, so to speak, in the in the range of this transmitter. And of course, we can't. Af- it's not something our whole audi- our audience can get or you know do completely by ourselves in any stretch. But um, it is something that is coming up. And uh, we're going to chat with the president next week about that of, of Transworld Radio. And I have a fun kind of, I don't call it a game, but a way of going about this. And I'll, I'll explain it on Monday during the program. So just keep an ear out for that. There are a lot of scriptures to talk about missions and giving. It's kind of cool if you think the ultimate gift, Christ being given to us by God. You know, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And interestingly enough, 1 John 3.16, later in the New Testament, also speaks to something similar. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers, including those in this range uh, in Central Asia that we're going to be working with Transworld Radio next week. So consider those verses. And have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Looking forward to doing this again on Monday. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.